What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old what humor, man. What yeah, humor, yeah. man. <laughs> it's been a while, man. Mm, mm. It's been like a week plus la, since since our last podcast. Yes, I've been away. Yes. But in the meantime, we did have a podcast with uh, the bug expert, the cockroach expert, mm. uh, Fu Mao Sheng from yeah. the LKY Naturalist. LKY, okay, sorry, not LKY. Okay, Li Kongchen, LKC, Natural History Museum, right? Yeah, Li Kongchen, yeah, National History Museum. But yeah, where have you been, man? I was away in Taiwan, yeah, uh, on a family trip. Amazing, yeah. Amazing. Very good, yeah. uh, 10 days to Taiwan, living out there and everything. And yeah. how was the weather like? Uh, yeah, that's the crazy thing. I went there thinking that it'd be nice and I'll get away from the Singapore heat. Mm. It was as hot, if not hotter, at certain points was in it? Taiwan. Yeah. So I was, I literally got sunburned, I got heat exhaustion uh. I was like cursing and sweating and my my uh, in the immortal words of uh, what was his name uh, that, that, that MMA fighter my balls were God. hot uh. oh Derek Lewis <laughs> yeah Derek Lewis yeah uh, but did you pack hot. any like like uh, sweaters and all I had long pants uh, so on certain days I was wearing long pants when it was hot as hell uh, yeah is it? it was, yeah, so June in Taiwan is like Singapore. And humid also. La. Humid also, yeah. Same, same. Yeah. Actually, Singapore the past week rained quite a bit. No? Oh, really? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, was <laughs> <quite> <laughs> it was so hot there. I was dying, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's rained more in the past week, I think, than, than the previous like month. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I thought I read stuff that it was going to be really hot. Like it was. I mean, first, it would be hot in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, but at least yeah. in the morning, it would be rain, it would be cloudy, you know. Oh, crap. Yeah, I it was nice, that. it was nice. Oh, I, I, I shouldn't have gone to Taiwan, I should have just stayed here and enjoy it. No, la, obviously not. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. Well, but, you know, as we are speaking, right, if we are recording on the late morning of Monday, 3rd July, Parliament is sitting right now. Yeah, yeah, for, on the readout road issue. La, yeah, right? as it being one of the many issues being discussed. La. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been following. I, I didn't I didn't stop following it uh-huh. even when I was traveling. I had uh-huh. a lot of downtime. I did not say downtime, but I was in the car a lot. Oh, so so I was you're reading, reading a lot uh-huh. about readout and everything. Uh-huh. So yeah, there's. I think there's a lot of uh, all the, you know, the naysayers and opposition supporters mm. uh, have a lot to say about it. La. Yeah, because I remember uh, looking at the parliamentary paper yesterday for today's parliament, the first 23 questions yeah. Are all dedicated to write out. Yeah. And we were also discussing, right? Is read out, not write out. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just going to keep saying write out. I know. I, I like I like saying write out. out. Like, yeah. There's something poetic about it. Like, will he write out this talk? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas read out feels like, yeah, it's just it's just another word. Like, so, so write out. Write yeah, out. Let's, let's just keep to write out. Let's like. keep to write out. But yeah. that means probably some point this week, we will need to unpack everything that's been discussed in a podcast. Mm. As always, like, I think point, yeah. Yeah, people do ask us, have asked us to talk about this, but then. Uh, as always, we we want to wait a little bit for mm. you know the stuff to uh, evolve, all these uh, more things to be unearthed, and then we talk about it. A bit like the submersible. The moment we published it, then they they found out that the submersible had already imploded. Already, mm. right? yeah. I mean, there was stuff that came out last week, lah. But uh, I mean, we are back in Singapore now. Yeah. So so we will be covering it. We yes. will be covering. It. We already yes. saw people posting on our Reddit. So don't worry. Yeah. We will be covering it. Yeah. Uh, we have some. We do have interesting topics to talk about today. Mm, mm. But before that, Terence, anything you want to know? Any epiphanies from Taiwan that you would like to to feed into the plug for today? Yeah. You know, coming from the one of the, you know, the more interesting democracies uh of of uh of the world, right? Mm, Taiwan. Mm. Uh democratic uh political structure and everything. Uh no, I think it's super important. Conversation is important, talking is important. So that's what we do here on this podcast. And we mm. talk about things and 
take different perspectives. And if you're new here, you know, it might take a while for you to warm up and get with the program. <laughs> mm. But yes, we we do talk about very interesting things that impact your life every day and we'll make you a more interesting conversation starter at a party. Right? What do you think people will take a, take a while to warm up? Don't you think we are charismatic enough right from the get-go? People will be like, boom, I fucking love this podcast. Mm, uh, no, I mean, it'd be kind of arrogant of, of me to think so, right? Like, <laughs> The, the fact that anyone who sits in a, a conversation between us should find it interesting straight away, don't you think? Uh, true, la, true, true, true. Right, right. Uh, like this past uh, weekend when you were away, I gave a talk at the uh, Scape for... Wow, flex here. Yeah. Flex, for, give, for, talk, give talk. Give a talk. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be posting on LinkedIn about it soon. Um, we, didn't, we didn't even talk about talking about this thing. No, uh, I'm, I'm coming to that. Yeah, yeah, coming yeah, to okay, that yeah. Because I chose one excerpt to play at the start and I realised that the excerpt was probably not the best excerpt. What was the excerpt? Was it, it was the one where we were talking about uh, why swearing, why you say I think swearing makes me edgy. Mm. Uh, and I introduced our podcast as something that we talk about politics with comedy. Uh, and I played that clip. Then halfway through, I was like, oh, fuck, I don't think they are getting the juice of the podcast. And were they underage? Or like, oh, no. Lah. Then how old were they? Like adults, lah. Oh, uh, adults, ah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't like young people. I mean, youth, lah. But when you say oh. underage, dude, it conveys <laughs> very different. Do you think I'm giving talks to 12 year olds, is it? Yeah, I thought it was. No, okay, we have teenagers. given talks to 12 year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. And, uh, yeah. But this one was an adult, uh, uh, adults who are interested in podcasting, lah. Ah, uh, Escape, okay. Escape. Okay, okay. Of all the great examples, we've had ministers on this podcast, we've had Sashi, yeah. You brought up that Escape, example. Yeah, yeah. The one when you were away and I could finally talk by myself. At a public mm-hmm. forum. Like. Yeah, yeah. Fucking uh, yeah. must have been liberating. <laughs> like, <right? laughs> Suddenly released from the shackles of logic. Exactly. And <laughs> I just say whatever I want. Uh, but yes, mm. we do have a, a first topic for today. Yeah. Uh, which which was something that was first talked about in Parliament back in January 2023. Mm. But today, uh, first, I mean, uh, first July actually, was when this law kicked in. Like. Um, and it is this, this clause that assumes that that presumes you are guilty mm. for high rise littering uh, unless proven innocent mm. <laughs> yeah and that was that was announced in parliament on january 9th uh and yeah now it has kicked in uh, yeah. so i mean i can't i knew there was talk about high rise litter and some new policies uh, over the past few months but i didn't know it was this la. Mm, were you yeah. aware of this already before no, uh, I mean, I was aware that the discussions going on about how to catch uh, high-rise literates more, but uh, now seeing the mechanics of it is quite uh, quite minority report, lah, right? Mm. It, it makes me feel like, wow, it's, uh, we're moving closer and closer to that, that dystopian reality. Yeah. yeah, so basically at the high level, what I understand is once NEA, the National Environment mm. Agency, um, deems that a littering act has happened, yeah. Um, they will issue like um something to the owner of that flat, mm, and mm. the owner has fourteen days to to uh, dispute, right? to dispute yeah. if they are not the ones committed mm, mm, mm. Um, so if you are away, as long as you can show like airline tickets and all that, yeah, you can explain any missed disputes. Yeah, if you are old or young, there's also a certain different uh, framework for for charging. Yeah, and if there are multiple owners of the flat everyone will be presumed guilty mm, uh, mm. unless you are proven. So if you are leasing the flat, mm. um, you, you, the, no, sorry, if you're leasing the flat, it will fall on the owner. Mm. If you and say your partner, your wife, uh, are co-owners of the flat, both of you will be presumed guilty. Is it, I, I thought you could be liable, not necessarily that everyone's guilty. Uh, uh, it's, it's kind of like, 
I, my, my guess is a bit like honor system where they they have your, you know, if you are driving a car and yeah. then they, you break a law or something like that, they'll send you the thing, but they'll say also, oh, if you are not the driver who did this, yeah. you can submit their particulars for it as well. Correct. But that means you need to dispute because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, based on this, every registered owner of a residential flat um, or tenant, if the flat is leased in its entirety, will be subject to the presumption clause. Subject to the clause, but not yeah. necessarily presumed. Not not that all are guilty at the same time. But you're presumed. You, you can be presumed guilty. So it's something. almost like one of you fucked up. Yeah, you go and fight amongst yourself. But then if you don't dispute, <laughs> then what? Then the owner? But if there are multiple owners? Uh, then both of them. Oh them. yeah, so that's uh, what I'm saying. Okay, no, because the tenant issue. The tenant so thing, if uh, uh, if you rent out just one room, yeah. it still falls on the owner. Yeah. If the whole flat is leased in its entirety, um, it will be to the to that tenant not yeah, the yeah, owner. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but if you are living in li- living in it with a co-owner, mm-hmm. some shit falls out the, the window. Tenant, the owners like, yeah. Both the owners will be presumed guilty yep, yep. Uh, unless disputed. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So when you say minority report, yeah. why you say minority report? Parents? Oh yeah, there's so many. You know what people. the word minority uh kicks up in me, right? I know, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. why I, I want to make sure it's a Tom Cruise movie from the two the late nineties or two thousands. Where basically, uh, I think there's things, something called thought crimes or something like that. That mm. means there are people or, or beings that can look into the future and see crimes before they happen. And so it's the job of uh, certain police officers to interpret these um, these seances that they, they get and then go and arrest the people for for these pre-crimes that they commit. Mm. It means just the, the, the before they happen. So, uh, I mean, yeah, then it... it you know, it brings up a lot of uh, questions about uh, this dystopian society in the future where, you know, mm. even just thinking of a crime, that's a, a thinking a thought is a crime. But but this one, I mean, this one, it's, it's only when it has deemed to have happened already. Mm-hmm. And they said most of the time, video evidence is available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I mean, like as recent as I think it was last year, no, a few years ago, one of the more uh, public cases of mm. a killer litter yeah. was when there was a 74-year-old delivery driver who died after getting hit by a glass bottle mm, from a party mm, at a condominium. Yeah, um, And I'm sure if anyone lives in an apartment block, you... I don't know. Like, when I walk out from, from, in, uh, from the void deck out, there's always a part of me that, that feels like, okay, this might be the last few steps of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I say minority report in the sense of, like... Uh, very extreme surveillance uh, mm. uh, that's going on. Of course, there are better examples, but uh, I think the idea also is the presumption of guilt, you know, straight away. The, the, the idea there is very very interesting because, right? you know, everyone said you're usually, you, you should presume someone's innocent until they're proven guilty. Right? Yeah. So yeah. this one kind of flips on its head. So it's an interesting what, discussion. That's yeah. what they tell you as for people also, right? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. don't assume someone's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Uh, and if they prove they an yeah. asshole, then they're an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this one is saying, give them a chance. But if they high rise kill uh, litter, yeah. they're fuckers. Uh. Yeah. So that, I think that what they're saying is that uh, cameras are all trained on the windows already. Mm. If something falls out of your window, uh, we don't need to go investigate further about like w- you know, do you really kill a litter? Was there intent or anything? The fact that something came out of your window, we presume that you already committed this crime. La. Because the process, from what I understand, pre July twenty twenty three was that yeah, they they deemed as killer litter, they would kind of uh try to determine who mm. did it. La. Yeah. And even if they approach you, if they file you something, you can be it wasn't me. Mm, mm. It wasn't me. There's there's I can 
I mean, the, if you can't prove that I did it, yeah. that means I'm guilty. It's like crime. Yeah. If you can't prove I punched this person in the face, yeah. by in the eyes of the law, you're not guilty, right? Yeah. Whereas this one flips it. But, but so, uh, I think I've seen stills before, but that means there are cameras pointed at all the windows la, of every so, flat. I think from, that was my question also. And yeah. from what I could find online, I don't think every flat has cameras uh, straight off the bat. Mm. I think it depends on complaints. If there's a lot of complaints, then they install a camera. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, yeah. okay. And, and then, th- those cameras, I, I think they they track like heat it, signals, like, a bit like the predator kind really, of thing. Yeah. I believe so, because like I, I think I saw stills of people throwing cigarettes and you can see that the cigarette has oh, a fuck. heat trail and everything. Oh, because at night, like, you want yeah, yeah, yeah. Infrared. Oh, shit. So you got pretty sophisticated tech, uh. It must be. If not, how do they... They have to... It has to stand I thought they just court, get right? a high-resolution camera pointed at a block of flats uh, and then anytime there's something that falls in, you zoom in. The AI, uh, AI. <laughs> <laughs> Clean <laughs> up the image, AI. <laughs> just ask ChatGPT, <laughs> can you observe this footage and tell me who was the culprit? Mm-hmm. Oh, so, but it makes sense, like, if at night... Mm. Otherwise, people... At night, people will just throw shit. Yeah, or even... They maybe they're not even like standing at the window smoking or anything. Mm. They're in the room if they just throw it, you just fling it out of your window. Yeah. How is how is anyone gonna catch you that, right? Uh, yeah. So but, it needs to be higher tech than just but, camera. But now that you know it's in it's in uh, it's in effect, uh, mm. you also live in an apartment. Yeah. How do you yeah. feel about this? Uh? You think it's like, wow, we're going down dystopia? I mean, yeah, that was my initial thought, but if you really think about it, yeah, there's too many loopholes there, uh, right, in, in the in the law as it is, really. Like, mm. how do you catch uh, people who really do kill it? And then end up killing people for real, right? Um, and I feel like, yeah, this is a, probably a step to try and plug that loophole, uh, to make it, mm. to make it the onus on the, on the people not to, not to do the, not to commit the act itself. Mm. Yeah. But, but how then, about you? Like, you, you, do you, do you have, are you subject to any, like, uh, instances of killer litter where, where people threw stuff and all. I think less killer litter. I think even growing up where we were staying at the first place, it was almost like people just hang out mops mm, and then mm. it drips on your clothes yeah. and all that. Cigarette butts? Cigarette butts? No. No, oh, you haven't, haven't no. got that issue. Yeah, haven't. thankfully haven't gotten that issue. Yeah. Uh, but I remember sometimes it's just random shit that flies in. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I also faced the issue of uh, incorrect determination of a uh, of culprit a few weeks ago. Oh really? Because uh, there was some some water stains on my window la, mm. uh, both in the bedroom and the kitchen. Yeah. Then it been happening for a while. Right? Then we just let it slide. Then one time at home, you know, in the morning, I came back from my exercise. I felt like jazzed up. Yeah. And I saw the water coming. You know? uh-huh. And I live on the eleventh floor. Yeah. And there's only one floor above me. Okay. Uh, so then I was like, you know what? fuck man, you know, this is bullshit, you know, we live in a society, it's 2023, can't people be civil, how can they be throwing things out of the window? Yeah. So I marched out, even my wife told me, just, just relax out, I know, I want to go there and give them a piece of my mind. I go up, I take one step, I go to the same unit above me mm. and the door is open, like it's a corridor unit. Yeah. Um, and I see like this, this family just awake, like got grandparents playing with a kid yeah, and yeah. like that. Then I was like, you know what, fuck it. If they throw shit out of the window, they they deserve uh, to be told off yeah. So I went there and I said, uh, "Excuse me, um, hi, I'm I'm calling from the I'm coming from the unit right below you." They're like, yeah. "Oh yes, how how can we help?" I was like, uh, "Are you all throwing anything out of the window? Because like, it's getting on my my window and there's a lot of stains." They're like, "Oh, oh no no no, it's the HDB roofing above us." Uh, then I was like, "Oh, are you all getting it also?" And they're like, "Yes, we are." Oh, then I was like, "So you're the the asshole?" Yeah, I, just, I was a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> 
You are the asshole, yeah. I was an asshole. Yeah. And then after that, they even invited me in for coffee. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I'm so sorry, but I'm so sorry for this. And they just looked, then the the, the mom, I think the grandma was at the door and on mm. the couch was the grandfather playing with like a one-year-old kid. Like. Yeah, so you came in yeah. to ruin the day. La. Yeah. No, but they were still nice. I think I apologize enough. I haven't seen them in a the lift. Then I just walked back with my tail between my legs. Yeah. I went back. So what was happening actually? They're like, doing the HDB re-roofing of, oh, the, re-roofing. of, the, of the block. So they're just washing the Yeah, the washing. And then because there's concrete, so some of the water, there's some stains. Mm. And I have seen the people re-roofing before and I thought, yeah. wow, it's damn hot. You know, like, like it's kudos to these people for doing the work because yeah, yeah. there's, there's no shelter, right? Yeah. So, so, so at that point when you were very angry and all, if you saw that there was this law in place and all, you'd be very happy, lah, right? To catch people doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Be, so yeah, so generally you're happy. No, about no. This, so huh? that's where I had the same kind of thing with you. I was like, wow, eh, like, do we really have to go down the path of mm, like mm. assuming everyone is guilty? Mm. Uh, why, why is it always as we progress, you know, as technology advances, we are clamping down more? Yeah. But then at the same time, like my block of flats is only twelve stories. Yeah. Some of the new BTOs are like what forty stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it becomes a thing like. Oh, shit, this really can be killer litter. Mm. I can imagine if you're living on a 30th floor, it's just that much easier to throw shit out. Yeah. So, is this really a bad thing? Yeah. I mean, the probably the most recent example of using punitive measures mm. to try and change behavior is tray returns, right? Yeah. And uh, so far, what do you think of the what, how effective tray returns have been in training Singaporeans to return trays? I mean, I haven't noticed any difference. Maybe I haven't uh-huh. been looking hard enough. But mm-hmm. I haven't noticed. Have you? I mean, in general, people clear the trace, right? But now. even, it felt like even before. It was, oh. No, uh, you don't I, think so? I felt like, yeah, pe- before people, a lot of people didn't care and all that. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I even have friends yeah, who also don't change really return the trains. Yeah, but now they change their behavior because oh, of it. it. Yeah, so um, in some ways, I think it'll take a while. Like, it's, it's not an instant thing where, where, you know, it'll take a generation or two where people like, you know, have that civic mindedness to return their own trace. Uh. But for now, it's a it's a measure that that works to make make everyone's life a little better. Uh, so all those like dating parties for you know young singles to enforce tray cleanups and tray returns. All yeah, you should still have that. You should still uh. have that. But but um, I'm saying that uh, it helps to solve the problem almost like immediately, like, Right? This is slightly mm. punit- more punitive. Also, you saying it's like a training of one generation such yeah. that it gets passed on to the next yeah. generation. Where, where hopefully you don't have to actually institute, institute laws. Because like I was in Taiwan recently mm. and yeah, there's a general, uh, I think people are more receptive to just returning their trays on their own. Uh, and there's without, no law or anything? Uh, as far as I know, no law. But like you go to a cafe, it's a small family run thing and then oh. People just they, they just leave like the you know those uh, little baskets everywhere for you to put on to put your own trays oh. and then you'll see that people actually do clear the trash off those plates and then put them in the trays and everything. And you see them like at like rest no not restaurants like. uh, not restaurants, restaurants but yeah ca- small cafes uh, food courts things oh. like that. And uh, not not saying that the everyone there is like more civic minded or what, but yeah. I think as a society there's you start to understand there's stake- different stakeholders, like, right? There are these small businesses that struggle to hire staff to clean up the place and you're like, okay, if I can just do it, it takes me like three minutes to do it. Mm. Why not? So, in this case, uh, yeah, like people living on the 30th, 40th floor, maybe they don't see the repercussions of their actions. Uh, maybe what they need is a little bit more of a punitive action to get them I guess, to start thinking about it. Well, it might be effective. It is a very morbid, because mm. you know what might might happen next is mm. um 
I I would imagine like for cars at yeah. one point you know when there was more uh cameras looking at your car mm. people started installing cars uh, cameras inside the car that looked yeah. out yeah yeah correct right correct. so yeah. can you imagine now every morning you wake up you fucking turn on the GoPro at your window yeah. so that if there's an issue you can dispute it yeah 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 that's right right yeah then it just feels like oh shit uh, everyone's watching everyone else. Um, which also on the car issue, mm. the law for car is it the same thing? Presumption of guilt first. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But how is that based? Is it always you must have like there's some tech involved like, There's a picture of your license plate. It's a picture like, of license plate. Uh, the very is very. It's almost clear. irrefutable. Uh. It's quite irrefutable. There are enough cameras in place lah. But can they see the driver as well? No. So yeah. So that's that's where it can sometimes some people it's a little shady like Right. Like people. There have been cases where people have gotten their parents to take the rap for them. Uh, mm. That means they, they say that, oh, it was actually the parent who was driving the car and so the demerit points go to the parent rather than themselves. Mm, so I you see, don't want to... Yeah, um, yeah there's a bit of a... Um, but, but I mean, ultimately, it's, it's just a very... When you get caught speeding or anything, they just make it a very... Uh, very painful, immediately very painful process for you, right? Uh, Big fine, demerit points, but, uh, presumption of guilt straight away. Yeah. But I guess the difference there is that, like, uh, not everyone has a car, but I mean, mm, mm. most people have or aspire to have a home. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just the thought that there are all these cameras just pointed at these apartment blocks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, as opposed to like, you know, the more luxurious landed living where people pay a premium for privacy. Yeah. It's almost like if you stay in an apartment, Especially government apartment, you're gonna be watched, uh, yeah, yeah, for your own benefit. It's like it's like those laws where you can't walk around your own house naked if people can see you. Like, yeah, right? then someone <laughs> not got heat signature. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like <laughs> fucking, if they can track stuff outside your window, I mean, if you're doing stuff near the window, yeah, then yeah. also they can see lah. Pretty much, uh, yeah. So there, there's the act. There, there's the feel of overreaching also that right when it comes to these laws. Yeah. But but it's kind of a. I guess that's the larger thing about it. Kind of encapsulates what living in Singapore is about, like, right? You give up some of these freedom liberties, are. yeah, uh. Uh, and then there is the feeling of overreach sometimes by some of these uh, laws and all. But you know, you also don't get killed by killer later, la. yeah. Yeah, you don't get shot going to school or anything like that, la, Right? Yeah, because mm. I mean, it is damn sad. Like you think about like the delivery person; he sat down at the barbecue pit to have a break, mm-hmm. and his wife and son were there. Oh yeah, this is the one in the, in the condo, right? Yeah. I think they were having a party And a glass bottle hit him on the head. Yeah. And yeah. you just hear that, you're like, oh my God, there has yeah. to be something stronger in place to prevent this. Like. Correct. But at the other extreme, the thought of all these cameras pointing at you while you're at home just feels a little, hmm, interesting. I mean, the the even I find myself being okay with some sort of public shaming also, no? Like you mm, know when they mm. post black and white printouts. Ah uh, yes, yes. Uh, we have received complaints, you know, and they show one unit. Yeah. I'm thinking, how do I feel about that? I'm like, uh, if they really are littering a bunch, then it feels like yo man, we all we all a team like, You know, you yeah. you want to litter, then it's just yeah, it's just it's just weird like. I just thought of it as weird like. Yeah. Did I mean I I'm looking at this okay like, At least the, to me, one thing is at least it's. We're using technology to try to solve this problem, right? Whether it's cameras or at, at some point, maybe there'll be like this force field outside your house. Then if something flies out the yeah, force field, yeah. they can calculate the trajectory and which window it came from. Everything. Yeah, yeah, that'll, okay, be, okay. that'll be awesome. Lah. That's the future. But what I'm afraid of is that we reach a stage where um, somehow you're incentivized to report 
on your oh, neighbor. Oh, snitch. Yeah. Oh, I saw my neighbor do this. Oh, I got my camera at my house and it caught the neighbor doing this. Uh, and then you're incentivized to, to snitch and all that. Then that's, yeah, that's why it really creates a almost like a, how, how it was back in like, you know, like uh, war, wartime Germany and everything. Uh, uh, where people were literally like, you know, snitching on each other for for thinking especially because the newer and... newer apartment blocks are all a lot closer together correct yeah so it's you have one GoPro at your window yeah. you're like oh this is my side hustle yeah, 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 yeah. cuz now there's also the one one, one SG app, right? yeah. yeah one SG app where yeah. you can complain or take photos and stuff yeah. like that but as in, yeah you don't want to live in an environment where yeah basically everyone's just suspicious of each other so afraid of like you know being caught by your neighbor or reported by your neighbor. Mm. And even if it's just, uh, yeah, oh, you suddenly get this letter that, oh, you have to respond within 14 days. It's a hassle, right? Yeah. And and very disconcerting to get that kind of letter. The easiest thing, you just make your kid throw shit out of the window. La. Your kid or your mom. Oh, or your dad. Oh, yeah, la, yeah. La. <laughs> Don't do below, it yourself. La. Below yeah. 12, there will be no enforcement action. Mm-hmm. An advisory will be sent to parents to educate their children on how yeah. to dispose of litter correctly and refrain mm-hmm. from littering. Uh from el- elderly can provide supporting documents of their age. So if you want yeah. to throw shit out of the window, give it to your kid or a parent living with you. Yeah. Uh, or just make disposal easier, la, having the shoot, you know, in a much more accessible place and everything. But like then right. now a lot of the newer flats, the shoot is outside the house, right? Yeah, that's what I hear also. And cockroach yeah. issues and things like that. La, right? Yeah, cockroach issues. So yeah, la, it's a, I don't know, man. It's a tough one to 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 de- de- debate because, yeah, on one hand, you know, like I can see why it will be beneficial for for general harmonious living, but at the same time, it just it can be a bit of a slippery slope, lah. Because this the term. this might also be one of those things that they don't enforce on like you know one time offenders. It's just for the real troublemakers, uh. Yeah. Because I yeah. think like any crime, there will be people who do it like way more than others on average, and it mm. might just be hard to clamp down on these people, uh. Yeah. But then it becomes a thing so, like, like yeah. hey, fucking one or two bad apples, you screw it up for everyone. Yeah. But I mean, you, you think about it, it's at least you have 14 days to dispute it, right? Yeah. Regardless of, of whatever it is. Because I think like, okay, just to go back to the analogy of driving, uh, a lot of times it's, it's you're already presumed guilty and you got to pay the fine within a certain number of days. It's not even about, you know, acknowledge within 14 days or anything mm. like that, like, right? Mm. Um, this one at least like there's still and you can and dispute you eh? can dispute and you can go and like call your lawyer friends and ask for help on how you can dispute this and all lah you know mm. like oh I had a stomachache I slipped and fell and then like I accidentally threw something out the window or something like that lah whatever crazy mm. excuse you can come up with but you think about a lot of other mm, laws and things that have come in place say for example like uh, POFMA yeah there's no there's no there's you have to go and go to high court to go and dispute something you know that kind of mm. thing. It's not like you can sit there and go and argue with with the IMDA or the minister or whatever. Yeah, immediately just immediately someone... it's like, oh, you want to dispute this? Yeah, go and get a lawyer and go to court and, and dispute it. Mm. Yeah. So in some ways, like like what you say, like it could be something that's used to uh catch those really egregious acts of killer litter. Yeah. Um, but you know, at the yeah, and maybe maybe that's where this fourteen day period uh, does cushion the blow a little bit. La. But then suddenly it becomes like Trace Together 2.0. Because that was the thing, right? Mm. In the event of a police case, mm. uh, the government the has the right yeah. to use your Trace Together data yeah. for investigation, right? Yeah. So yeah. suddenly this becomes another aspect that in the event we need some info, yeah. we can access it. Yeah, imagine like, yeah, like a, a knife that was used in the murder was chucked out the window. And yeah, everything. that's right. And then they'll call NEA, hey, we need to access this 
it's true. Like literally, killer little right? Yeah, <laughs> it feels like there's a there's a movie or a TV show waiting to be made about this. Uh. I think Singapore is like it's a, perfect. No, we're like a Black Mirror society, yeah, like yeah, we yeah, live in is. the Black Mirror universe. Uh. Yeah. yeah, where everything is watched and like, uh, yeah, interesting, like interesting, mm. interesting. Well, yeah, and I mean the the sad thing that also came up in the news recently is that the suicide rate in Singapore is the highest since two thousand. Oh, uh, I see where you're going with this, and it's kind of morbid, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean it's it's just like it's I, maybe it's it's a thing about high rise living, lah. You know, these oh, are the kinds of things that you deal with, uh, that yeah. you have to deal with. Uh. And SCDF officers like uh, yeah. jump kicking people off the ledges and stuff like that, lah. Right? Yeah, so yeah. it's just, oh, uh. Interesting, interesting. The reality of living in a very densely packed city, right? Yeah, then some more in parallel with what is being discussed in parliament right now, yeah, the yeah. reality of living in very, very big very, spaces. <laughs> very, very with big a lot spaces. of greenery around Both you. got pros and cons. Yeah. Both got pros and cons. Only two stories. Only so, two stories. Yeah, no, yeah, don't worry about killing it. Don't worry. No cameras pointed at your house. Yeah. But Ooh, yes, yeah. Uh, one debate about civic mindedness to another debate about civic mindedness again. Yes. We're on a roll. Right. I think we're on a roll as like uncles at the coffee shop <laughs> complaining about <laughs> other people's behavior. Other people's behavior. This yeah. one. This one. So, uh, at the National Stadium, I think for a few years really, there's always there's been these public fountains, like, you know, mm-hmm. water just spewing with yes. kids playing around. Yeah. Uh, apparently, recently, there was uh, uh, pictures of grown men yeah. uh, just wearing shorts, mm. uh, showering at these fountains, and, and I quote, washing their armpits and butts. Yeah, yeah. But showering, you got to define showering, like, were they using soap and everything? Uh, so there's no mention of soap. It was probably yeah. one, by one stomper or citizen journalist. Mm. Um, and the pictures there, they don't look like they have soap. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, it's water. They're yeah. just using water. There's one guy in a position where you can tell he's targeting his butt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his pants are still on. Yeah. But he's got his feet uh, like more than shoulder width apart, uh, bent a bit and like yeah. looking towards his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. So... Um, if you were to, if you were walking, you know, walking your dog mm. along this, and you and you saw those gentlemen doing that, would you feel like, eh, what the fuck are these people doing? Or like, oh, makes sense. Uh, I I know that particular fountain that yeah. where the photo was taken is right outside Kalang Wave Mall. Yeah, and uh, it's one of those places that I always imagine. Oh, it'd be really fun for my kid to just run in. You know, even if he's, you know, just take off his clothes and just run in there naked and everything like right. Yeah, because it's 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 really a fountain that is. Just like in this waiting area in the yeah, middle correct. of the, just outside the the mall on a hot day and everything, it, it looks great lah. Um, but yeah, so in that case, if you saw kids running around naked in this in this uh fountain, whether they're playing or washing or they just went to the beach or whatever, uh, would you would you go and take a stomp photo of that and then like complain about it? I mean, kids naked, no lah. <laughs> Oh, no, no, okay, not about the kids. If, if I take just, photo, there's a bigger problem. Okay, if they're just uh, wearing their underwear, running around, and you know, or whatever, swimwear, whatever. Oh, that one, no issue. La. No issue, la, right? Yeah, yeah, no issue. So why is it when it's adults doing it, it becomes an issue? But that's like saying, if if I were to, like, poop in my pants on the MRT, okay. uh, as a regular thing, I'm like, oh, oh. shit, I'm pooping in my pants again. Uh. The fact that I'm an adult and not a kid is what makes it, like, weird. La. It's weird, la, right? Yeah. But, 
Uh, the, but, the pooping happens sometimes uncontrollably, lah, right? Correct. Yeah. But if a kid poops, if it's the same uh, kid, take the train every day, yeah, and maybe yeah. like hour every five trips, he poops once. Yeah. People will still be, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. You think if I take the train five times a week and I poop once every trip, you think yeah. people will react to me the same way? No, but you you were trying to hold it in really bad, but you just like you just ate something wrong. It was vegan Tuesdays, and then you just had you just had some really greasy vegetarian sorry vegetarian juices and you just had some really greasy fake meat and then everything yeah. and you just couldn't control it already yeah no choice it just it just happened to you yeah, but then what do you think if it happens pants. every Wednesday where I'm like oh shit it's vegetarian poop day yeah cannot what? like you would yeah, definitely look at it differently there right? means something wrong like, right? yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah. wrong but you say the same of uh, the, the kid also like, as they grow older, right? You mm. wouldn't let them keep pooping outdoors yeah, or anything. So I'm just saying yeah. that like seeing a person in underwear running around uh, and sh- and showering at this fountain as a mm. child is very different from an adult. Yep, no, but uh, yeah, that's why I'm like, so if a dad was running in with a child and he's hot and sweaty and everything and he's also enjoying the getting away from the heat, that's not, you, you, that would be frowned upon. Uh, or you would frown upon it, uh. You will step up with that same righteous anger that you had going upstairs to your chop floor and to score the people. Is it? Uh, I don't think I would frown upon it, la. <laughs> Like when I look at this picture, mm-hmm. I have my bigger question is not why are they washing their butt crack uh, and armpits at his fountain? Because to me, that might happen, you know. And there yeah. is a volleyball beach volleyball pit near this fountain. Yes, oh, yes, yes. You know, right, so yeah. maybe they wanted to spike uh, the ball, they tripped, they fell, a bunch of sand got up their butt crack mm. and they just want to rinse it off. Mm. They're wearing their pants. Yeah. So for me, it's like, uh, I, don't, I, I don't think I'll make a fuss of it. My bigger question is, wow, the guy is so confident to just be so open about washing his like butt crack in public. But, I mean, he, he didn't he didn't take off his pants, his butt. Yeah, it could be, I mean, he could be washing sand off his butt, uh, off his uh, clothes, uh, right? True lah. Right, yeah. True. So that's why I'm like, wow, like, are we really policing like, even how adults like <laughs> operate in a, you know, like public a public fountain? fountain. Public fountain. Because it's not like the fountain water is like, people are going to drink that or anything like that, right? So yeah. it's there, you know, and if it's a hot day, people want to cool off and all. Why not lah? Like, like, I think there were some references to a sauna. Mm. Like, they, I think the hot springs. Sambawang, Sambawang hot spring, there, right, yeah. People were cooking in there and all that. That one different lah, right? Because you're, putting organic material and, and products and all that inside the water that is commonly shared by everyone. Mm. So in this case, if the person wasn't using soap to shower himself and all, like, I'm like, why, why, why are we getting up their asses? I mean, pardon the pun. Why are we getting up their butt cracks about it? Right? Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, like, like um, I, that's why I wouldn't say I would, I would react as angrily as I would for other things. Mm. That's why I just thought it was more funny, if anything. Oh, like, funny. for them okay. to be so open, you know, like, just almost showering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, and also just like, like, uh, I, this sort of water also, like, I'm surprised people are so open just yeah. using that to, like, there's one photo of the guy really putting his face, face in, in the, yeah. in the, uh, yeah. in the direction of the fountain. I've seen cleaners, like, they literally mop the floor and then they use the, the, the pail of uh, dirty water. Mm. They just pour it back into like these fountains, these public fountains that we see around now. Is it? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the like what you said, the water is not exactly clean or like from a fresh source. Uh. Yeah. So so that's why it uh, it feels like, it's almost like, okay, you want to do this, you go ahead and do Because it's not say like it's it's pristine water yeah. that people are using for drinking. Yeah, or, you yeah, know? yeah. But I mean, I have, I have on occasion caught myself like, 
like I my I think there's fountains in my my kids very attracted to them, and then he runs towards them, and then I'm like, oh, you know, like should he be taking off his clothes and doing? Because for kids, they just love to do that, do that, like get mm. naked and just run around in fountains. But a lot of times, I'm like, I catch myself, I'm like, oh, you know, is this the right thing to do? I get caught. Will people come complain or that? Oh, you so you think that for your? I do think child. that, yeah. And then I'm like, wow, we live in a place where you know your thoughts are so. I always about oh, are we breaking any laws by doing this? But why, why, why? Oh, you mean it's a law? Just like, by default, like, You know, my my brain you know, as a uh, Singaporean, the first thing I always think is like, oh, are we allowed to do this at this fountain? Of course, coming mm. from from Ministry of Funny and the fact that jumping to the Taka Fountain was one of your the highlights of your my of life, your life, my so life, far. yeah, my life, my life. How's it? Yeah, yeah. What what do you feel about the the fact that Singaporeans are so like uh, afraid to engage with public spaces? Uh? I don't know. I won't deny that every time, like when I go for a run or something, and I see like men running shirtless, right? Mm. I don't know why something about it annoys me. Annoys you? Eh? Yeah. Wow. Okay, not to the extent that I'll tell them off, because I catch myself. I'm like, what yeah. is wrong if they are running running shirtless? Mm. It really is does nothing to me, but a part of me, and I don't know why. Why? Huh? Maybe. So have you have you thought about it like deeper? Like why? I mean, every every time like, when I'm running, I run past someone without a shirt, I, I would have like five minutes of thought. Like. Uh-huh. And normally, I come to nothing. Like. But what, I mean, yeah, actually, what's the issue? Like, like I, I get if someone's shorts are too short. Like, you know, why? Why Why is that the issue? Because you see things. Like, you see things when people's shorts are too short, like, right? So that means you see things that you don't want to see. No, like people's genitalia. Yeah. Like that, right? That, that spring out when they run. Or even, I mean, I mean even a lot of young people who wear very short shorts these days, yeah, right? Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, mm, uh, yeah, is that is that something that uh, should be, should people should be should, covered? Yeah, should cover up a little bit. La. Because, like, it's something in you that feels like those those parts should be covered. They are, yeah, they should be covered. There are laws against exposing yourself. So is it law-driven right? or, like, internal-driven? Internal, uh, because of having explained to children, like, you know, they don't do this kind of thing. Okay, so without, them, your kid, you know, without, your without your kid, without your kid. Without your kid. Without my kid, I, I mean, yeah, like, probably I, I wouldn't bother as much, like, right? Yeah. But because there is a age-appropriate times to talk about certain things in life, mm. so I'm like, okay, uh, you want to do it, fine, but, but yeah, like, there are people who do frown upon it. Like, so right? I'm saying like without kid, like, without kid, without kid, so at least it can be a bit more... Oh, I know, uh, yeah, the shirtless thing for guys, I don't mind. Like. It's but strange like, if, it's a, if, it's a, if it's a woman, yeah, they're a bit strange, like, right? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> t- talking about guys only because, yeah, there's nothing wrong like at a beach, there's, re- mm. there's really no difference. But the yeah. moment you take a shirtless guy out of the beach and put him on like a park connector, right? Yeah. There's a little part of me that's like, eh, why, uh, why? You sold, this is your house, is it? Then I'm like, why? So then my my running whatever Zen yeah. state I was in previously, I'm like, why the fuck am I getting pissed off at this? It really means nothing. Mm. And I and I haven't uncovered, I haven't peeled back enough layers to figure out why. So going back to this fountain thing, because these guys are half naked, you don't like it, lah. Hey, that's a very broad <laughs> stroke, lah. Okay, that's a very broad stroke. It's I'm trying just, to understand what irritates no, you about it. Uh, what were we talking about, uh? Like, uh, what what brought up this thing about the shirtless? I think no. You were saying like um, kids when public, you think about yeah, kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you think about kids, like yeah. what is the reason? Is it law? And that's what I was saying. For me, there's something, something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Public nudity, la. You don't like that. No, it's not that. I don't. I don't think I mind public nudity. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just maybe it's it's envy. Uh. It's like, hey, how come they are so comfortable <laughs> and self confident to do that when I can't? 
Wow, we've reached a moment in the podcast where there is yeah. some self-actualization, self, yeah, so self-awareness that Harish has discovered. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> then I think back when I jumped into the Takashimaya fountain, did I feel a certain sense of uh, emancipation or liberation? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know, but yeah, in, in that spirit, I'm like, um, I feel like we should, we should en- engage with our public spaces more. Mm. Uh, as long as it's safe, la, right? And mm. not, not indecent or anything like that. So if I see like dudes just, okay, going to you know, jump into a fountain to cool off or even to some extent to, to wash off sand or whatever. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's not clogging up the, 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 you know, the drains or what, I'm like, why, why, why bear down on that, man? So, like, I think for me, if they were spitting, then ah, I'll be like, hey, body fluid, yeah. Hey, yeah, body fluids. Body fluids, cooking an egg or anything in there. That's, mm. Yeah, that to me is like, then there's an issue. Like. But this one technically got some body fluids, right? Correct, but like with any anybody going, it's not projectile. Yeah, it's, it's not, not projectile. intentionally projecting some sort of bodily fluids. If you yeah. pee, no, no. If you, yeah. if you uh, uh, spit, no, no. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no. Wow. So this is where, yeah, If if there were cameras pointed at all these fountains, it will help, right? Yeah, it will help. <laughs> then People instead of reason. killer litter, it'll be I don't know, like a. Killers, killer uh, body fluids. Stripper, stripper <laughs> litter or some shit like that. Yeah. But, but no, it's, I think... Cameras. Yeah, when we were doing a lot of the on-the-street videos and all that, I think a big part that we, we, we have talked about it before, like, a big part of it was we felt like, you know, we, there was always this fear of being in public, right, in Singapore and doing things in public spaces that I think we didn't really uh, agree with, uh, right, or, mm. or we didn't enjoy that much. And that's why we made videos that's like that. That's why, right? yeah, we went to the, to the extreme of making videos of like mm. doing really ridiculous things in public, uh, right? Yeah, uh, now if we made those same videos, no one give a shit. Yeah, because everyone's doing everyone's it on TikTok. Doing yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> doing backflips in rhino it. enclosures. And, and, everyone's yeah. doing it, that's mm. true. Like doing a dance in public also. Yeah. And a TikTok video, whenever you see people doing it on pathways, you know, everyone's just looking and all, but it's the norm. It's the norm, yeah. It's the norm. That's it's the, the norm. That's a society that we've... We, we helped to create this, basically. You know, you're one of the forefathers <laughs> of making a fool of yourself in public. <laughs> nice. So that's why we have this bias towards like, okay, like, if you want to go into the fountain, just go. Why, why, what's the big deal, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. But yeah, cool, man. But yes. Cool. So, uh, I mean, if you're new to this uh, podcast also uh, and you have certain thoughts on what we have said, Head on over to our subreddit. Uh, yeah. There's a always active discussion there. Yeah. So anyone, maybe old time listeners who have thoughts on these two topics as well, mm. please mm. head on over there. Yes. Um. But yeah, shall we? Shall we move on to the one show comment of yes. the past week, like, I guess. Yeah. Could been quite. Well. What's your one show comment? Um. Uh, my one show comment was something posted on our Reddit two days ago. Mm. Uh. By suspicious store five forty. Mm. Uh, I don't. Uh, I think it's uh, not not often not a regular poster so great to see someone post mm. and it was a YouTube video uh, that Mr. Brown took back in 2009 mm. because in um, when, when Terence and I first met in uni one thing that I were, that our club Singapore organized when we were both on the committee was yeah. this thing called diaspora yeah which was a bringing together of Singaporeans mm. from Singapore and the US to come and give talks and all. And one of them was Mr. Brown. And he has a video of him uh, looking at a screen where you can see me testing the mic at the at the podium. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny. Like, and the person who posted it uh, labeled it like, oh, Harish's YouTube debut. Mm-hmm. But this video was uploaded 14 years ago. Yeah. I have no idea how this person came across it. So it was just a... 
nice throwback. Like, it's nice on throwback. Mr. Brown's channel. It's on Mr. Brown's channel, yeah. Wow. Back in the... That was, 14 years ago. Those are the days when everyone just uploaded random stuff on YouTube with no like strategy, yeah. content strategy or anything. Yeah, the resolution <laughs> is shit. It was just him talking to the camera with a shitty camera. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, that was my one show comment. Cool. What about you, man? Uh, my one show comment was a uh, comment about the podcast in full motion, the the cockroach expert, the mm. cockroach, uh, you know, the, the researcher from the Natural History Museum. Uh, Rose Go underscore cat said, that was such a wholesome, uplifting episode about science. I really enjoyed hearing how Fu Maosheng is so earnest and enthusiastic about his work, which is great because I did, I think, uh, some feedback. Uh, we got a lot of good feedback about uh, that episode and mm. people enjoyed it. I think uh, Maosheng himself said a lot of people also texted him about it saying that they really enjoyed it and all. Mm. So yeah, you know, um, yeah, I love it that we can get people who are not necessarily just influencers or or celebrities or on a podcast and, and have good discussions with them. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. yeah, that was fun. That was fun. It was, yeah. And like, it started off from us covering a topic mm, and then mm. we brought the researcher here. So, so yeah, that was cool, man. Yeah, we should do more of that. Uh. Like, uh, yeah. We talk about, you know. Shamugam and Balakishan, get them on the podcast. <laughs> I was thinking of other things, uh, but okay, yeah, that, that works. We talk about Coplay, yeah, we could get Chris Martin on here. Well, we'll talk about his yeah. views about, about uh, you know, Coplay Gate, you know. Yeah, yeah man. Cool. Oh, yes. And then the one shock thing. My yeah. my one shock thing is a TikTok uh, channel, so I'm gonna have to pull it up. Um, okay. Do you do you have yours? Uh, in general, my one shock thing is uh, you know, I I do enjoy watching uh WWE wrestling, especially when I was younger, lah, growing up uh, during the Attitude Era and everything. Uh, but there seems to be that recent years because WWE got sold to Endeavor, you know, the company that owns the UFC and all. And uh, there's a lot of uh, changes in leadership and Vince McMahon and the founder and everything. So um, a lot of the stuff has been focused on that aspect of the wrestling mm. business. Uh. But uh, I think recently there's one very interesting wrestler that has come forward and this has like, skyrocketed in popularity overnight. Uh. His name is L.A. Knight. Mm. Uh, and I was trying to, I, I haven't even been watching wrestling for a while, so I was trying to understand why is he getting so popular suddenly. And a lot of people are saying that um, yeah, he's not young. He's already, actually already 40 or 41 years old and now he's just, just starting to get really popular. Mm. A lot of people are saying that he's a throwback to the old days of Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Uh, where it was, about, uh, it was about, you know, uh, talking trash to your opponent, being very funny about it and very interesting catchphrases and stuff like that. So apparently, in the last three months, he's really skyrocketed in popularity. Everyone's like, wants to see him get a big push and also where that cusp where he's, you know, about to get, you know, a big push in the company. And mm. uh, I think it's interesting. Like, I always like following these stories of, of people who almost gave up on their careers and then now they're getting like, at 40 years second. old, they're getting a second wind and everything. So and he's just been riding in it. wrestling for a long time. Long time. And he's played like a lot of like shitty characters and jumped from company to company. And like, you know, I think he he's even been open about it in interviews where he thought that during, he, he thought of hanging up his his boots during COVID and everything, he thought like his career was going nowhere. Wow. But now he's suddenly like being pushed as like a main inventor. He does look mm. like that, that old school wrestler, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I've just been binging a little bit on his like, his promos that he does. And yeah, he's got that Stone Cold Steve Austin, Talk Trash, The Rock, you know, uh, catchphrases and, and all that. So it's just fun to, to, to see it actually happening at this point. La. years old. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's, I think he, in interviews and his promos, are, he's actually very grateful that this is finally, it's all finally working out for him. La. Like, like, I think he's been, he, he really thought of like retiring from the industry and all. 
but when yeah. he just lost the ladder match last night. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, WWE is all scripted, yeah, right? So it's yeah. not like you win or lose. The, the the bigger thing is that do they have a, like a good storyline for you to build towards? Uh? I think I don't think it's that much about having to be like the champion all the time. But how, how you know like are you able to tell a good story? Uh, do they see you as a future, uh, having a future in the company mm. that they put in the resources to market you all the way to WrestleMania and all? Oh so, yeah. shit! LA night, do check it out if you're oh. from the Attitude Era of wrestling and you haven't gone Attitude back in a while. Attitude Era, yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Mm. Cool. Um, okay, my one shook uh, thing is a TikTok account I recently found. It's yeah. called Fritz Does Art. Okay. Um, and basically, right, what this guy does, um, he would take a like a color swatch, like this cardboard card, yeah, of any color, like random yeah. colors. He would put it in front of him. And from a bunch of like paint tubes and paint bottles in his studio, mm-hmm. he would he would make a color that matches that swatch exactly. Okay. So at the end, and you can see like he'll first put black, then white, then blue, then, and he mix it, mix it, mix it with something like a spreader kind of thing on, on a piece of marble. Yeah. And then at the end, he takes one scrape and he applies the paint to that swatch. And you see it become like, perfectly the same color. Like. Uh, okay. And I don't know, maybe it's because like, I cannot understand how someone can can have that that level of like color, color recognition. Like. Yeah. Uh, also because, you know, I am color deficient. Yeah. So, so whenever I see when someone... Is that a word? You cannot say color blind anymore. You must say color No, because color blind, I think I've had more than enough people tell me, oh, color blind means you cannot see color. Oh, okay. like, no, no, no. I can see colors. It's just that the contrast uh, you know, is a bit hard. Okay. So like even uh, when you're cooking, like like last night, I made lamb with my wife and she yeah. asked me, oh, is it done yet? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't I don't think it's pink. And she's yeah. like, no, it's pink. So I have to cook it a bit more. Like. Uh, then I always wonder like, how can someone, what does it feel like to look and be very sure of what you see? Yeah. Here's this guy. He just has his one like, like, like teal or magenta mm. swatch. And he just makes it from scratch and it's fucking mind-blowing and that's why he has 9.4 million followers. Like. But if if you are color deficient and you watch the video, how do you tell that he's getting the exact color right? Because at the end, yeah. he has, let's say, this blue card. Uh. He takes a bit of the blue paint and he spreads it on and you oh. can't tell the difference. I see, I see. Yeah. Okay. So so being color deficient, like, I might not be able to tell a purple versus a blue color pencil but if you put them next to each other, I can be, oh, this looks blue, this looks purple. Yeah. But you take them apart, it's almost like I can't, I can't tell. Yeah, yeah. So this one, he did, wow, it's fucking mind-blowing, man. It's mind-blowing. Very, it's very poetic, right? Yeah. Harish Tilani, a man who sees in black and white, doesn't see the nuances see, and see, now he appreciates yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a color swatch. Oh, you mean I see the world in black and white? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I just told you I'm color deficient, I'm not color blind, no, I don't it's, see in black it's, and white. It's a, it's a an, uh, what do you call it, analogy? Oh, of like, then you must say that who sees the world <laughs> In black and white themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Themes. Now more, so, now more grey. Yeah, now more, more grey. Right? There's a gray. lot more grey going on. As, as mentioned, you know, in Parliament, you know, there's a lot of grey areas of gray. that people are talking about. So. Wow, yes. well, this one is, is insane. This guy is insane. Yeah. But what's it called again? Fritz does art. I hope there's no, like, colour correction and all he yeah. does and all that. Uh, I scared it's, like, some effect that they use. Um, I don't know. Like, like I mean, while I just believe it for what it is, it's yeah, great, yeah. like, it's great. Okay, we'll take yeah, let me this. enjoy it. Let me enjoy it, guys. Okay. <laughs> cool, yeah. man. All right. Cool. It's good to be back. Yes. Uh, thanks, thanks everyone for listening, and we'll talk to y'all soon.